Welcome to the Real Happy Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ann, the blogger and content creator at Real Happy Mom, where moms can find encouragement and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. I also have this podcast to introduce you to other moms from various walks of life. And today I have Toy, and she's going to be sharing some secrets for you to live a happier and healthier life. But before we jump into this episode, I wanted you to know about my new t-shirts that are up on the website. If you head over to realhappymom.com shop, you will find some really cute graphic tees that will represent you as a mom. Now let's jump into this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Toy. I am happy to have you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, I am really itching to get into this topic just because I think this is going to be really good for everyone, in particular for myself. But before we jump into our topic for today, I wanted you to just tell us a little bit about you and your business. My name is Toy Penny, and I'm a holistic health and lifestyle coach for busy career moms. And I teach them simple ways to eat and live healthy so that they can feel more happy, energized, and fulfilled in life. And the way I work with my clients is through one-on-one coaching, through classes, and courses. So here's my story, and here's how it all started. Basically, um, I lost my mom at the age of nine to lupus. I didn't, prior to that, I was living with her and living with my godparents. I, I was sort of switching from home to home. And I didn't know that she was sick. She didn't let me know that she was sick, but I would do all of the shopping, all of the, all of the cooking and everything for our household when I was at home with her. And uh, well, shortly after I would cook all the meals or whatever, I would, we would start to invite people over, but I always knew that I wanted to um, make more healthier meals for my mom because I knew I could sense that something was wrong, but she would never let me know. And the next thing you know, I was living with my uncle. While I was living there with my uncle, my mom was in the hospital and little did I know that she was passing away, she was dying. And so my uncle them, they took me to the hospital just to check in with her and say, hey, or whatever. And then after that, I think about a couple of weeks later, um, she passed away. And nobody really told me anything. Nobody really explained what was going on. And so I knew that she was sick. I knew that later on, I I found out that she had lupus. And I remember sort of blaming myself. Like if only she was, you know, healthier, only if she ate healthier, only if she, you know, if somebody helped her out. What I did was I started, of course, I was living with my my uncle and his wife and their couple of children. I went to stay with my grandmother at about at the age of 13. Now, my grandmother, this is my mother's mom. She is and still is a hardworking individual. She sort of set the example for me about entrepreneurship. She owned like several businesses. She was a single parent um, of me at the time. So she worked really hard, provided, and she kept me instilled in church. Most of the grannies, you know, you have a granny, you know that there's church, um, has to to be church involved. So she kept me basically in church, like, you know, all of the time. And throughout this whole process, I had cousins that would come over and we would play, we would sew, we would dance, we would sing, we would do all of these things. 
And then by the age of about 15, everybody started dating. My, my rule was I couldn't date until I was 16. And so, um, but about 15, all of my cousins started dating, which left me alone with my grandmother. And so I pleaded and begged with her and just all of this stuff. And she finally said, okay, I'm gonna turn you loose. I'm gonna go ahead and let you start dating. So she let me start dating at the age of 15. And as you know, my mother passed away and I didn't, I didn't put this in here, but I didn't know my dad until 19 years old. So I had this void in my life. I was trying to fill this void, of course, with love and started dating at 15 and got pregnant at 16 and was like, oh my gosh, you know, what am I going to do? How am I going to survive? What, what is going to happen? So I made up in my mind that I was going to be a, a, an example for my, it's my daughter. I, I made up my mind that I was going to be an example for my child. And, and that's what I did. So had her at 17, I graduated from high school. I went off to massage therapy school, started working at this place when I was 19, working in a spa. And so I was working there, making really good money. And then um, at the age of 23, the lady, the owner of the place, she saw something in me that she didn't see in her other employees. And she propositioned me and asked me if I wanted to purchase the business. So here I am. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm at 23 years old. And I knew I wanted to be a business owner, but I didn't know it was going to come that soon, that fast. And so I told the lady, yes, I had a couple of clients that were attorneys. They represented me in, in the paperwork. Next thing you know, I was signing the papers and I was a business owner at the age of 23. So um, I knew that I wanted to get married and have more kids. And so I just really dove myself into this deep into this business. I did, you know, the best that I could. I had all of these employees, but then there was something lacking. I was off balance. I found myself starting to eat out every single day only because there was no time. There was no time to cook. There was no time to really do anything. By the time I got off of work, it was seven o'clock. It was time to pick my daughter up. It was time to go to the grocery store, get all the ingredients, and now cook this food and then do homework and yada, 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 bath, nap, whatever it is that you had to do. I was just like, man, something has got to give. So anyway, so I started researching a school, nutrition school, and I found a nutrition school and I was there. I studied nutrition for about one year and I realized that eating was directly tied to other health areas of my life. So once I started shifting my eating habits, my physical, emotional, and spiritual health and started to improve as well. And so my daughter started to lose weight and I started to um, enjoy life a little bit more as a business owner. So this is how I became a holistic health and lifestyle coach for busy career moms. And I wanted to really hone in on busy career moms because I know that busy career moms, we work really hard. We try to juggle family life. We try to juggle our life. We try to juggle our kids' life, just everything, and, and still juggle a career at the same time, and we lose it all. I wanted you to just talk to us a little bit about your approach to health in foods when it comes to primary and secondary foods that you told me about before we got on the call. Okay, so, primary, so here's my approach to uh, primary and secondary foods. 
So your primary foods are your self-care, your relationships, your career, your spiritual practice, your mental, your mental awareness, your mental health, your physical fitness. Those things are your primary foods. And your secondary foods are the foods that you actually eat and put in your mouth. So if you're leaning more on your primary foods, then you're tending to lean less on your secondary foods and vice versa. So for example, we all know that mom, or maybe it could be yourself, who is who has a great healthy diet, but yet her lifestyle is, is just like all over the place. It's filled with drama and um, her relationships is off. So that's why your primary foods and your secondary foods are super important. You, we want to lean more to your primary foods and then you want your secondary foods to come secondary. So you said to lean more so on the primary foods versus just focusing solely on the secondary foods. Exactly. So a lot of times when we are maybe we might be craving sweets or we might be craving something salty or anything. Sometimes all you need is a hug. You know, sometimes we go to that refrigerator and we're looking in the refrigerator because we're craving something. But little do we know there is a void that ha- that's happening in our life. Maybe our career is off balance or maybe our relationship with our husband is off. Or maybe we have a strained relationship with our mother, or our father, or our aunt, or something is going wrong in our relationship. But then we turn to foods. We turn to our secondary foods and we start feeding ourselves with the food. So that's why we have our emotional eaters. We have our cravers. We have all of those things because something is lacking in our primary foods. Totally get it now. Now, as moms, we typically put ourselves and our needs last and put everyone before us. And after talking to you the first time, I realized that I personally have a problem with the healthy lifestyle and not necessarily with eating, but exercising too, because I just, like I told you before, I was just kind of all over the place. And I think I'm more like the the example you described where <laughs> the <laughs> primary is a little out of whack, which is throwing the secondary um, off. So I learned from you that a lot of this comes from love for yourself. So I just wanted you to talk to us moms about how we can have more love for ourselves. Um, well, I definitely say put ourselves first, just like you said, because we put ourselves you know, last, we're the last to, I mean, if you think about, like, I think about my lifestyle and then I think about, man, I'm the last to get dressed. I'm the last to eat. I'm the last to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we mainly put ourselves last. And so if we learn to put ourselves first, then everything else will trickle in place. If we learn to put our emotional well-being first, then it will reflect in our children. If we learn to love ourselves first, it will reflect in our marriage. If we learn to eat the healthy foods, it will reflect in our relationships or how we act at work. Like, so if we're learning to put ourselves first and do everything that we need for ourselves, everybody else and everything else will fall into place. I totally agree. Now, you made some really good points about having love for yourself and how sometimes we need to put ourselves first. So I wanted you to touch on that just a little bit. Okay. So the first thing I can always say, I always 
tell people to eat foods that nourish you and your body. A lot of times that we, we eat foods just to satisfy our taste buds, but they're not nourishing us. So when we're eating our foods, we need to eat for nourishment and not just to satisfy our taste buds. And, and we need to eat the foods that give us the energy to sustain us throughout our day. And this is super important because just like I said, at the end of the day, we fed everybody else. We're, we fed our husband, we fed the kiddos, and then our food is normally scraps or it's cold or something like that. If we're constantly in, instilling nourishing foods in our bodies, and in our systems, then we will definitely have the energy to sustain our busy lives with our careers and our children's and our relationships and our husbands and all of that. The next thing I would say, another example or another thing that I would say is to eliminate toxins daily. And I know you said that you have or you struggle with, you know, fitting exercise mm -hmm. in, but I don't care what you do. I don't care if you jump up and down with the kiddos each day. I think um, we, put a, we put a lot of toxins into our bodies, whether it be the air that we breathe, the food that we eat, whatever it is, our surroundings, our environment, we put a lot of toxins in our body daily. And we also need to eliminate those toxins daily. And so one way you can eliminate that is through sweat. And I, and like I said, I don't care if you jump up and down with the kids, if you do jumping jacks, if you go to a sauna, whatever it is, you need to sweat daily. And this is to eliminate the toxins that are in your body, that are poisonous to your body and can cause negative health effects. And another one is a meaningful spiritual practice. Now, I don't know what your spiritual practice is. I don't, you know, whatever your spiritual practice is, if you pray, if you meditate, whatever it is. We need a moment to ourselves where we be thankful and we have gratitude for a higher power. Spiritual practice and faith is, is important. And that's it's definitely important to me, but it's important to others so that, like I said, we will show gratitude for our life. And we'll have that moment to breathe to ourselves. We'll have that moment to think. We'll have that moment to, to be thankful and like I said, whatever your spiritual practice is, just know that you need a spiritual practice. Definitely. And it's funny that you bring that up because I feel like I am having a little deja vu. I was talking to another lady, Katie, she was on one of the previous episodes and she talks about how we're constantly go, 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 that we don't stop and, mm -hmm. and breathe sometimes and how important it is to just stop and pause for a minute. So I'm totally with you on that. And that's something that lately I have been making sure that I do that more often because I even saw, I think it was a study about how just having silence like actually does like positive things for your brain and things like that. Because I just feel like with all of this technology and everything, it's great. Yes. However, yes. we don't know how to stop sometimes. So that is we really don't. <laughs> yeah. So you need that. So normally, so how I do it, I try. So I'm still breastfeeding. My, my daughter, my youngest daughter is um, uh, 12 months and, okay. um, and I'm still actually breastfeeding and I'm just like, oh, Lord. it's really taking a lot of me at night at nighttime. Mm -hmm. But when I, um, I try to sneak out of the bed early in the morning, about 5 a.m. And I start my work day at about 5 a.m. And the first part of my work day is my spiritual part. I'm reading my devotional. I'm, I'm focusing on, you know, positive thoughts on, on how my day is going to go. 
you know, I'm, I'm pouring, I'm feeding my soul spiritually so that I can give back not only to my children and my husband and myself, but also to my community, to my clients, to other people that are around me. So that's the first thing I'm feeding myself. And then I go into my physical part. So I go into my physical practice. I'll start, you know, a, a jog or I'll go to the gym right quick or something that I can do. Even by the, by this time, the girls are up, you know, so even if I'm exercising while they're up and I'm getting ready for my work day, but those two is how I mainly start my day. I have to have my spiritual practice and then I go into my physical and then I'll, I'll, I can um, embrace my day. Now, do you have anything in particular that you do at nighttime, a particular nighttime routine that you do? After I get the kids to bed, I, of course, I have to, how I begin my day, I end my day. Okay. Now with, with me, um, my physical, physical activity puts me to sleep or no, keeps me awake, excuse me. So everyone is different. Some people, it puts them to sleep, but physical activity keeps me awake. So I don't do my physical activity in the evening time. If it's after five o'clock, I don't really do my, uh, my physical activity in the evening time because I will not go to sleep at all. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, it, it, it just gives me so much energy and I'm just pumped and I'm excited. So, but I do, um, I do lay down before I lay down, I do end my day um, with the word and I do do a devotional and, and I'm, and, you know, I'm thanking, I'm showing gratitude for my day. Um, I also have like a gratitude app that I have and I show, you know, even though things may have not gone um, like I planned them to go, I still just like you said earlier, find the good mm -hmm. in, in, in what in my day, you know, so I have to make sure that I find that good, whatever it is you find and you and sometimes you just got to search and you know really search but you make sure that you find the good in that day and that will help you be appreciative of your life and your day because like I said I mean life can just throw you you know especially with kids you know they throw you all types of ways and mm -hmm. if you're not feeding yourself spiritually if you're not giving yourself the love and the attention, it will definitely reflect on them. You, you can be snappy, um, you know, gripey, all of that. Um, and that's a reflection of you're not caring for yourself first. Yes, absolutely. And it's funny that you said that because I was telling you before we got on that I'm read or not reading, but I'm listening to Jen Sintero's book and she talks a lot about positivity and mindset and things like that. And one of the exercises that she talked about in the book, which I've heard before, was to look around the room and find everything that you can see that's red and make a note of everything that's red. So you do that. And then she tells you, close your eyes. Now, mm -hmm. I want you to think about everything that was yellow in the room. And it's really hard because you're focused in on all the red things. And basically, she was just saying, like, you know, if whatever you, you're focusing on, you know, you kind of miss some other things, too. So that's why it's so important for us to be grateful because, yeah, you know, it sucks that, you know, your kids messed up their clothes right as you're walking out the door. And, yeah, it was not fun that someone stole your parking spot. And, yeah, it's not fun that, you know, your employee 
your key employee called out sick along with like five others, like, yeah, your day was really not great. And you can focus on a lot of the negative, but if you, if you really, really pay attention, you'll find that there is some good in your day. So I love that. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why it's super important that you're feeding yourself that spiritual practice, those, those foods and, you know, the exercise and all of those things. That's why it's important. So you can endure those things that happen throughout your day because whatever's in our spirit is definitely going to come out. So if someone stole your parking spot, just like you said, if you didn't put yourself first that day, you didn't do your spiritual practice, they'll bleep, 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 bleep. Oh, you yes. Stole my, you know, <laughs> you stole my parking spot, you know? So now you done took it to a level to where you don't need to be. So that's exactly why that spiritual practice, all of that, you have to do that and put yourself first because it'll definitely reflect upon your life and your day. Absolutely. Now, you gave us a lot of really good stuff. And the two that I am taking away with me today are sweat and daily and gratitude. But I just wanted to check and see if there's anything that we can start doing today right now that will help improve either our primary or secondary food so that we can live a happier life. Your secondary foods, I also want to say green veggies if you can eat more green veggies so green veggies is really the most missing food in today's in society's diet right now so if you can just eat more green veggies i'm telling you you'll feel renewed refreshed you'll feel energized you'll feel a lot of those things if you can just eat more green veggies and then as far as primary foods of course i'm going to say it put yourself first put yourself, you're going to hear me say that a lot. If you can just put yourself first, I'm telling you, it'll reflect. Yes. Now, I just wanted to know what your take was on multivitamins, if you were for or against those. I'm always for eating the foods that nourish your body. Yes, you can take, you can take your, you can take um, multivitamins. But I'm always for you get the foods that nourish your body. If you if the reason why people are eating taking multivitamins is because they're not eating their foods that nourish your bodies. That's it. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not eating they're not eating enough of, and so they take the vitamins to re, to sort of add to and replace. All you need to do is eat enough of the foods that nourish your bodies, and I'm telling you, you will be great. Now, you have a new book coming out and I wanted you to tell us about it and where we can get it and when we can expect for it to come out. Yeah, so my book is called Love Them, Love You More and it's a busy mom's complete guide to being truly healthy and loving herself first. And we're pushing for the end of, of, of this summer, so about July, August. We're pushing for that for that date. And if you follow me on social media, you can definitely find out when the book will be released. It'll be in stores and it'll also be online. Awesome. Awesome. Now, one question that I ask all of my guests is if you could have any superpower, what would it be? You know what? I think that we already have the superpower. We okay. are being, being a woman is superpower enough yes Um, I mean if you think about it we breastfeed we grow life we rule the world but the only thing is if you tap into it it's that that's that's when it's powerful Mm -hmm. when you tap into knowing how much power that you hold I mean that's the only superpower you need that is really good I like that yes 
Now, Toy, where can we find you online if we want to learn more about you and your business? So my website is toypenny.com. All of my social media is toypenny, Instagram, Facebook, all of that is uh, of Twitter and all of that is Toy Penny. And then I also, on my site, I have a freebie, a busy mom's complete guide to creating a healthy meal plan. So if you want to learn how to make simple, healthy meals in 30 minutes or less, this freebie is, is definitely great for you. Awesome. And I will make sure to include all of that in the show notes. So definitely check that out there. Yes, ma'am. Now, Toy, it has been a pleasure having you and learning so much from you. I really appreciate you and your time today. Thank you so, so much. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. Now that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. To find the links in the show notes, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash 32. There you'll find the links that Toy mentioned as well as a complete blog post about this episode. And do me a favor, hit the subscribe button if you've enjoyed this episode. This does two things. One, it lets iTunes know that this is an awesome podcast that other moms should listen to. And two, it lets me know that you are finding this helpful so I can get more awesome guests. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.